What's up, guys? Welcome back to Real Talk, an unfiltered, unbiased podcast. My name is Sean Costantino, and I'm joined by my co-host, Connor Martin. It is trade deadline day. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, not anything too exciting to report. No, nothing happened today, right? right? I, I no blockbusters so. or nothing? I don't think so. I don't really care. First and foremost, how are you? I feel like I haven't, we haven't really – we haven't been together on the podcast a whole lot in like the past month, month and a half. I feel like, no, I feel like it was you and James, then it was you and me, then it was me, and then we haven't really been on in it. Yeah, we've been a lot so. of solos. Uh, yeah. The scheduling. Which is weird. Brutal. I wish we were getting paid to do this because then I could just quit my other job and then <laughs> make this my actual job and we could produce more podcasts and do like twice a week. And I'd be really awesome. Content. Um, Trust me, I'm on the same boat as you. Like, I watch all these Barstool guys, and I'm like, oh, man, I'd love to just do a podcast. Yeah, and they all suck. Like, some of them are so dumb. Like, what's that one uh, little Sasquatch and the other fucking dude? Oh, I they love talk, those guys. Rome's the, dude, the man. They, they talk about, like, whatever they were famous for before, whether it was Vine, TikTok, whatever, I'm sure they were good at. But Jesus well, Rome's Christ, they a cannot battle podcast. Rapper. Yeah, but they cannot podcast for shit. Yeah, we're we're the fucking goats. You guys know. I'm that's not why saying that. I'm just saying they're making thousands of dollars, maybe millions, for just being complete idiots. But, <laughs> but a lot's happened since we last talked. You want to start it off? Uh, I, know, I know your favorite. This is your favorite time of year, NBA trade deadline talk. Well, we were supposed to talk what happened. Oh, AFC Championship. So a little recap. Obviously, the Bengals won. That's insane. The Chiefs blew it in the second Joe half. Burr. I can't roll my R's, but Joe. Burr. I don't understand the play call at the end of the second half with Tyreek Hill. Um, I mean, the uh, the Bengals deserved it. Uh, everyone loves Joe Burrow. Um, but it's not – you're kind of conflicted now with uh, the other team that won, Matt Stafford. The 49ers talking about another – both teams that were winning blew it. I mean, the 49ers were up 17-7, to and the Rams came all the way back. That guy, Chikarski Tart or whatever, dropped that – volleyball oh beach God, ball yeah that was so interception bad. that would have sealed the game but uh yeah that happened and then uh this and we got our super today. bowl the matchup tra- the trade deadline the nba trade deadline was today. nba trade deadline uh i don't think anything too crazy happened it's not like any future hall of famers and stars and picks what happened um i mean the biggest deal of the day you saw it the ben simmons for james harden trade that's how it's getting chalked up um Ben Simmons wasn't playing in Philly, didn't want to play in Philly. James Harden was about to throw the fat suit back on so he could get out of Brooklyn. James Harden's a baby. He's the biggest baby I've ever seen in my life in sports. He's got to be the biggest drama queen in the past decade in sports. He has forced his way out of every possible situation. He's never happy. My first thought when I saw that was like, could you imagine being that guy's teammate? So like, you know, if, be like, if you don't win like 30 straight games, he's like, all right, I want out. Peace. Later. So you don't play for Team USA in the Olympics every year, bro. This is the NBA. He's everything that's wrong with the NBA and why a lot of people just follow players and not teams. Because it's yeah. so hard to follow a team when there's so much movement going on. And these guys can just say, hey, I don't want to play here anymore. So you have to trade me. And they do. 
Like he did the same shit in Houston. He was like, all right, let me go get Chris Paul. Let me get all these like, like pieces around me. We'll put together a, they were a, they were a bottom tier super team because they had some guys. I mean, James Harden was the guy there, but they had some guys. Yeah, but he's they like, fuck it. Never no, I don't want to. He's like, I don't want to do that. Um, I'm out. I'm just going to fucking get fat and not play and then go to Brooklyn. <laughs> he gets Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And it's like, oh, we got this big three now. They're the new superpower. And then Kyrie goes off flat earth and decides that he's health conscious and doesn't want to get the vaccine so he can't play anymore. And then James Harden's like, wait a minute. This isn't what I signed up for. He's like, well, if, if, if Kyrie's not going to play and KD's going to be hurt all the time, what the fuck am I doing here? I don't want to play by myself. So I'm out again. And now he's going to fucking Philly. And you think anything's going to change? Joel Embiid's a fucking uh, a walking injury. And yeah. it's just going to be him and Joel Embiid. They traded two first-round picks, Seth Curry. They got rid of um, – uh, what's his name? Andre Drummond, too. Like, that, yeah, that team like is going to be trash also. I feel like the Nets – but I feel like the Nets, like, again, I don't watch too much basketball, but from what I grasp from it, I feel like the Nets really won that trade. They did. They got two first round picks, which they can either use to draft, which they're Sean Marks is incredible at drafting. Like he found Jared Allen, he found Karis Levert, he found all those guys in the late rounds, Spencer Dinwiddie, um, who also got traded today. But they got two first round picks where they can either flip those guys, uh, flip those for an asset in the offseason, they're over the summer, or they can draft someone and fucking figure it out that way. But like they got Ben Simmons, who it's a better fit than it was in Philly, where he can actually run the point. And then they just have Kevin Durant spacing the floor when he's open. Could you imagine having, honestly, I'd rather have Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, uh, Kevin Durant than with James Harden in that pair. Yeah. Can There's I ask not you a question? ball to go around. And let me ask you a question. And I don't know if you know the answer to this. And it's so crazy in this day and age, you have to ask this question. Is Ben Simmons vaccinated? I don't know, actually. Because that would make, I, I would assume I don't know. so. Because I know he's a that would make LA a difference. Guy. Because that would make a difference in terms of, you know, training for him and he'll be able to play in New York. Let's find out. Because I know – I don't think the Nets would make that trade if he wasn't. It is Ben Simmons. While you while you search it up, I will – we can t- – the biggest news that we forgot about, Tom Brady retiring. We forgot to mention that in the intro. If you want to say anything. Um, uh, he's my that? second favorite quarterback of all time. That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, you know what I need to say? Fuck you, Tom Brady. You avocado mouth – child kissing idiot please stay retired you ruined my childhood you do realize he's coming deny, back in like two years right i'm not gonna deny he was the best of all time but i'm just glad he's out like he needs to stay out yeah i would say i've recommended that brady documentary to a lot of people lately no i'm not and, watching it and you're the only person i would not yeah. recommend it to because they have a my a dad. walking tally yeah they have a walking tally of how many times he beat Peyton, and it's like Oh, it doesn't wow. matter. Peyton beat him more in the playoffs. I'm gonna shit. Peyton beat him but, more in the playoffs. Um, Three and two against him in the playoffs. He's five and two against Manning, or Manning's are five and two against Brady in the playoffs. He's zero and two against me in Super Bowl. So he's my yep. second favorite quarterback. But yeah, no, congrats on a great career. He looked at that Tampa Bay yep. roster and was like, "Fuck, shit, I'm out." Yeah. But, uh, yes, after ben, that whole AB, but the yeah, Ben Simmons is vaccinated, so yes, he will be able to play in home home games in the playoffs. So on the road in the road games. You're gonna have Kyrie or Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, and then whoever else they piece together at that point. I honestly don't follow the Nets too closely because I'm a Nick fan, obviously. So they're gonna have to piece some things together. The one thing I do know, and this was an interesting question that I brought up or that was brought up on a, another podcast that I listened to. What would you rather have right now? Because think about it this way: 
what the the Nets have missed the most in the last year and a half, and you saw it in the playoffs last year against the Bucks. They don't have a rim protector that's actually worth a damn. Like they have Nicholas Claxton, who's he's a good player, but like he's not that guy on the rim that can protect. What would you rather have? Because now that the the James Harden trade is officially done, they ended up giving up Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, a bunch of picks for J, uh, for James Harden, and now you flipped James Harden for two first round picks for the Sixers yeah. and Ben Simmons. So. Yes, Ben Simmons is a difference maker for them. He's a star, bona fide superstar when he actually plays. But what would you rather have? Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and you also have Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, who is literally turning into one of the best big men in the, in the NBA in Cleveland right now. And all of those picks that you gave up, and you didn't have to deal with this James Harden nonsense. Or would you go through that whole thing again and – end up with Ben Simmons and a couple of picks. And I'm, I'm selling the other guy short too. Seth Curry is a really good shooter. He's going to space the floor and actually probably come either a fringe starter or their sixth man. So that'll be good. And they got Andre Drummond, who's a role player at this point in his career, but he's another rim protector. I think, yes, I think the Nets won the trade. But if you could go back in time, I don't think they make that initial trade for James Harden because one, it didn't help them in the playoffs last year. And two, the pieces that you're missing on your roster right now that would help you become the best team in the NBA and the number one title contender is Jared Allen and then another space uh, floor spacer like uh, Karis LeVert. So you basically traded away the two pieces that you're needing on your roster, which is wild. Anything bad? No, because I hate the NBA and it's stupid. Do you want to talk about how the dumbass Knicks didn't even attempt to make a move? Well, it's not even that. Oh, they it's, did attempt. They were going to trade Cam Reddish, who they traded for, who they don't even That's play. the point. That's the point. You gave up a first-round pick a couple weeks ago to get Cam Reddish, which I was excited about because he's got a, a high ceiling, another Duke guy that played with RJ, so that chemistry's there. And they don't even play him. He's not in the rotation. Their whole plan going into the fucking deadline this year was, we need to trade someone in our rotation to make room for this guy that we just traded a first-round pick for. You traded a first-round pick for a guy. Fucking play him. I don't need to see bald-ass French fuck Evan Fournier shooting 33s a game and missing about 28 of them. I don't need to see Kemba Walker, who I love to death, but he is done, toast. I don't need to see Kemba Walker playing 35 minutes a game. How many years left on his contract? uh, Two or three. I think he signed a four-year deal. It's not good. But – I don't need to see Kemba Walker playing 35 minutes a game. I definitely don't need to see Evan Fournier. And I know Derek Rose when he comes back, and I think he's been back. I haven't watched the last two games, but he's on his way back or is back in the lineup. He's still hobbled, so he's only going to be playing like 15, 20 minutes a game. So what they needed was a fucking point guard, and they traded for Cam Radish, who is a slashing two or three, which they already have in RJ. Don't get a point guard. You're hindering the young guys like Quentin Grimes, like Obi Toppin. You're getting all those guys. No minutes whatsoever. Emmanuel quickly barely comes in anymore, and when he does, he hasn't been good. And then you have Julius Randle, who <laughs> he's still – it's funny because he's still on my screen protector – or my screensaver on my phone. Him and RJ doing the high five in the air. That's cool. I love those two together. But Julius Randle is turning into – I don't remember if you remember this contract at all with the Jets. He's turning into Muhammad Wilkerson. Remember <laughs> Muhammad Wilkerson yeah. had – he had like – 
an insane season with like 14, 15 sacks, got an absolute bag, and then disappeared. And then they ended up trading him, and he was nothing in the NFL. He had one good year, got his bag, and then dipped. That's what Julius Randle's turning into right now. So that's not helping their cause. But the fact that they were trying to shop the guy that they just traded for two and a half weeks ago and haven't played, I, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. So the Knicks season ended at 3 o'clock today. They are, as it stands, 24 and 31. They will not make the playoffs. They will not have any solid run. What are the they, year. 12th, 13th? I think they're well, – I don't even know. Uh, let's see. They are in 12th right now. Yeah. So, technically, there are three – I think two and a half, three games behind the Hawks for the 10 seed for that playing ship. But I don't even want to see them in there. At this point, just tank. Just tank. There's no point. Um, you well, got two picks. Again, two, there's, no, two picks. there's no reason to, to tank because basketball is stupid and they have a lottery. So it's well, you could get fucked over. So that's another thing. The, the MLB just added that too. It's just so it's so dumb. It's just dumb. But yeah, so the Knicks season ended and their front office from year from last year where we thought they could do no wrong, they can now do no right. Their offseason just looks worse and worse and worse. They gave all these people money that they shouldn't have. They got rid of the guys that they shouldn't have also. It's just back to the fucking disaster that is the New York Knicks. Um the other kind of headline trains, because I'm tired of talking about my fucking shit team. Uh, I'm tired of talking about basketball. Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah. The unicorn. We call him a unicorn because he's never on the court and you can't see him. Um, he is going to Washington. He is out of Dallas, which means officially that the Knicks have won the Kristaps Porzingis trade. So wrapping round of applause out to the Knicks front office for that one. I think they just rested on their loyals today and they were like, fuck it. KP got traded. We won that trade. We don't even make any moves today. Fuck it. Yeah. And Rose is like, I'm going to sleep. See y'all later. Mental um, win. They, uh, they traded him for Spencer Dinwiddie and a couple other people. I can't think who it was, but some other minor stuff. I mean, like the big one of the day was the, the Simmons Harden one. Um, I think we hear Dennis Schroeder, Serge Ibaka to Milwaukee. And then also the big story, the Lakers didn't make any moves. So that's kind of funny. Did you see yeah, the, the video of Richard Jefferson and Kendrick Perkins on the NBA Live set? No, I don't <laughs> watch NBA Live. Well, it, it was a viral – it wasn't – I didn't watch it on TV. You're just being <laughs> fucking retarded. Um, there was a viral clip going along where they were talking about it with whoever that, that one bitch is on ESPN who always talks about the, the NBA. She was talking about it, and she's like, and the Lakers have decided that they're not – no, not the worst part. <laughs> the The Lakers have decided that they're not going to make any trades and they're just going to look at the buyout market. And the camera pans to Richard Jefferson and, and Kendrick Perkins at the end of the uh, the table. And they just start cracking up, laughing, and dap up. And they're like, um, what? This is on live TV, which is hilarious. But love those two. Um, so the Lakers are a fucking disaster. They have Russell Westbrook, AD, and LeBron and can't win. <laughs> They barely, yeah, they barely beat the Knicks. So yeah, on their home floor. But that's all the NBA talk. I know Sean's starting to get anxious, anxious because we're talking about basketball. So yeah, we'll see how it goes here from here. But hey, RIP to the 2021-2022 New York Knicks. Their season ended on February 10th at approximately three o'clock. So time of death three o'clock, February 10th. Let's RIP do a moment of silence. Knicks. Moment of silence. 
In the name okay. of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Fuck. Okay. Amen. On to the important event of the weekend. It's Super Bowl week, baby. Fire it up. I need to get that sound bar. We need to get that button. Yeah. I need a button that does that because I'm tired of I think, doing it myself. I think it sounds better if uh, we do it. Though. It's more <laughs> I'm just going to record it on my phone and then just start hitting a button that plays it every time. I think it's more authentic. Um, but yeah, it's Super Bowl week, dude. The, it's the most exciting week to gamble other than like the first day of March Madness. Because there's so many fucking stupid prop bets. There's so many. You can bet and like, there's there's just endless possibilities, man. Endless possibilities. Endless Um, possibilities. Do you want to start with a breakdown of the game? You want to start with the gambling? You want? What do you want to start with? Let's go. I'm excited. Um. Well, first of all, uh, I I just wanted to. I I always forget about this like NFL news because so many weeks go by sometimes when we don't do anything. I just want to thank. Alvin Kamara for holding that <laughs> beating to that motherfucker in until fantasy season was over. So I could win second place. Cause if he did that in the regular season, I don't know. You don't understand how pissed off I would be. So I appreciate him holding out until pro bowl. Uh, did you see that Photoshop of him and Henry Ruggs on the longest yard poster? It, it, yeah. Yeah. They said that's who uh, they're going to pull oh, up playing a uh, good iron football like that. Great. So perfect, dude. The internet is um, We can uh, – let's do – why don't we do – what do you want to do first? Do you want to do our predictions or do you want to do our fantasy draft? Because I feel like the fantasy draft will kind of tie into our predictions. All right, let's start with Think that. Think of then. who we're going to take. Tell, okay. tell the people our plan. Okay, so basically we're going to do a fantasy football draft uh, with the two teams, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and two flex. The flex could be anything. You could take a tight end. I'm taking Saquon play. Barkley. You, you, all right, you can take Saquon if you want. He's everyone's on the board. You can take a defense too if you think a defense is going to score or have have a good day. You can take whatever you want, but uh, it's going to be a snake draft. Let's figure out how we're going to go first. Do you have Siri on your phone? Because I silenced that bitch as soon as I got this phone. So Let's if you see. wanted to flip a flip a coin so the viewers could hear, um, if not, Do you want to actually. I was going to say if you want to keep them entertained, I actually might have a coin somewhere, but they won't be able to hear that. Yeah, they won't be able, able right. to hear that. Let's see this. Ready. Probably should have tested right, what, this out first. Do you want me to? Do you want me to call No, I'm gonna call you. I need to test it first. Uh, all right. How do you even? How do you even activate Siri on your iPhone? I don't even know. Hey Siri. I, don't, I, I, I disabled her as soon as I get this phone. All right. Uh, Siri respond? search. Press side button for Siri. Here we go. Did she respond? Nope. That's power off. Hope everyone's listening's having a. Uh, this is this is on the fly podcasting and exactly what we're doing. I hope everyone's having a great night, no, morning, day. That's not good. Whenever you're listening All right, to it. this, uh, um, I'm gonna flip my phone. Sorry for the people at home. Screen side up, it's heads. David right side is tails. Okay. You call it in the air. Okay. Heads. Alas, it was tails. tails. So I have first pick. Yep. Um, damn. Oh, so it'll be a snake draft. So I'll get back to back, and you'll get back to back, and, you'll, and then and, until it, it ends, I think you get. just based off of points, we're gonna have to go quarterbacks first. I think that's what it's gonna be, and this really depends because I'm I'm torn here because I I am leaning one way in the game. We're nice. not we're not gonna talk about that yet, but I am leaning a certain way in the game. But I really want to pick up my heart here. I really want to do it. 
I'm going with Cool Joe Burr. Oh my God, bro. Joe Burrow is my number You're one. You're an pick. idiot. I am going with my heart, my soul, the man with the Gucci shades. He's pushing P and could be pushing the Super Bowl title. So we shall see. Joe Burrow, number one pick. You're an absolute idiot. You want to know why you're an idiot? Because now you can just wait on Stafford. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't, like, you just took your QB first. So I legitimately do not have to take Stafford well, to my last pick. He's going to, he's going to ball out. So I'm, I'm not worried about it. Uh, go ahead. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and take Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase. Okay. Forgot we were doing a snake. Um, that's tough. Well, <laughs> I'm going OBJ. Okay. And I'll go OBJ and Joe Mixon. Give me Mixon at running back. All right. Now I get my two final picks. Give me. I swear to God, if you take the flex, then I want to. I'll take Cam Akers. Don't you fucking and dare take the guy I want. T. Higgins. Okay, that's fine. I don't care. I get my guy. And I'm not – I'm actually going to – I'm not going to take him with the first pick. I'm not even going to take him with the last pick. I'm taking big dick Evan McPherson. Give me the fucking <laughs> kicker. That guy is going to have at least – he's going to have at least three field goals, at least. So we're taking McPherson. And who did you take? <laughs> Give me your roster. I have – Wait, no, you, uh, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't pick a quarterback. Oh shit! Yeah, wait. Ha! Cup? You suck. Cup. No, no, you don't get a quarterback wait, now. Who? Wait, who did I pick? Cup. Took Higgins. Yeah, but I only have four. QB, running back, receiver, two flexes. Yeah, but I I have Cup. Oh, Chase, you get the, you Baker, get the final pick. I get the final pick. You dumbass. Oh, okay. See, I thought your last snake was the last two. I was like, damn. Nope. He, he talks all this shit and then doesn't even take a quarterback. Um, is this a super flex? Because I could take Stafford. I think it's a super flex. I'm taking Stafford. We already agreed on this. It's not super flex. It's not super flex. Okay. All right. Um, I can't believe you took Burrow first. That's your own fault. Yeah, well. I'll take advantage of that. Maybe. How about this? How about this? I will take... If you take Matt Gay. I was going to take the Rams defense, but... I have Joe Burrow. I can't do that. Did you take Van Jefferson? Nope. I'll take Van Jefferson. He's going to have a big touchdown. All right, so Van Jefferson is my last pick. Oh, boy. I'm going to fucking run you, too. Watch Evan. Um, Mc- Watch there be no touchdowns scored, and Evan, Mc- Evan McPherson has, like, five field goals. On paper, my team, it looks like it's going to absolutely dominate you. On paper, the Giants are supposed to be a playoff team this year. According to who? <laughs> On paper, dude. They were projected yeah. to win. Yeah. All right. Whatever. So, you want to run through your team? Yeah. The winning team. Okay. Joe Burrow at QB. Joe yep. Burrow. I've got Joe Mixon at running back. We're going with double Joes. Yep. My number one receiver, Odell Beckham Jr., who will have okay. a touchdown in this game. I'm calling that. And then at flex, I took Van Jefferson, receiver. Another Rams receiver. And big dick Evan McPherson. The best kicker in the game. Fuck Justin Tucker. I think uh I do think that Evan McPherson uh picks pretty sneaky. Um but I'll run back my team. 
I got Stafford at QB with the last pick because Connor's – I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't know what's in that cup you're drinking, but he took <laughs> his quarterback with his first pick. Uh, then I got Cam Akers as my running back, Cooper Cup, and Jamar Chase as wide receivers. Stupid. He's going to get locked up by Jalen And T. Higgins as my flex. Dan Jefferson and OBJ are going to get all the thugs. Cup's going to get locked up by Eli Excuse Apple. me. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who they're the corners, but we'll figure that I don't know either, but he's not getting locked up by I got Eli too, Apple. I got way too excited for the Super Bowl that I took a quarterback first in our fantasy draft. But <laughs> yeah, you, you did, really regret it, when though. You, huh? When you told me about the fantasy draft, my first thought was, I'm taking Evan McPherson to flex. That was the only okay. thought that I had. So there was That's no planning good. that went into this. We're going to put those up, and Sean's going to manually do whatever he does to keep points because he's a stat nerd. So we'll figure that out there. Um, you can vote on your teams. I think I know how this one's going to go on the poll. Yeah, but, hey, fuck it. I got so cool Joe Barrow, so that's all I need. I got the I got the two – I got the three most interesting people in the Super Bowl this year. Okay. Burrow, OBJ, and Big Dick Evan McPherson. So – well, I see interesting. He's just I'm actually shocked you didn't take. Kicks didn't, I'm shocked you didn't take the uh, the Rams kicker. To be honest with you, why would I fucking take Matt Gay? What do you think? Not there's anything wrong with that, but no. okay. Fantasy draft in the books. That kind of leads into our predictions. Um, we'll do our game predictions, and then we've got some prop bets for you. Um, the Super Bowl is always full of. And there's something at the end of the podcast too that I'll maybe remind Connor now because usually we get to the end. And I'm like, no, what about this? And he always forgets. There's the 30 still second rant. Nope. Well, I mean, we could do that too. But uh, the thing that I reminded you about right before. Oh we yeah, that's recording. right. That's right. Yeah. So the we'll surprise. Yeah. Yeah, we're giving yeah. out. We're giving out a thousand dollars. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so stay tuned. Um, all right. So game predictions. Uh, right now, I have the line at four and a half for the Rams. I don't know. Do you see it there? Is it still three feet? Uh, I think it moved down. I saw that it moved down to three and a half. Let me look at the, let's see. Cause I, I'm looking at my bookie app that I have and it said four and a half. Let's see. And that's really, really important. Three, between three and a half and four and a half. Well, yeah, I've got it at minus four on ESPN right now. Do you want to take it at three and a half or do you want to take it at four just for our, our picks? What do you have? Well, what do we always get it on? You always get it on ESPN, right? I always use ESPN. So, and it's usually right, so on Thursday. So, fuck it. We're going with the minus four. Right. The consensus right, pick four. right now. For right. the listeners at home, the poll right now on Matchup Predictor has a 66.3% chance that the Rams win the football game. I mean, they are in their home stadium, so it does make sense. Mm-hmm. But, well, it's not really a home stadium. They don't have fans. So, <laughs> SoFi is. Uh... And it's LA, so it's going to be like celebrities and millionaires going there. <laughs> it's not going to be actual Ram fans. Very true. Very true. But since I had first pick in the draft and won the coin toss, I will concede my pick to you. Okay. So, uh, I guess I'll just flat out say the only thing I'm going to win. I think it's a really good game. I'm happy the Bengals are in it. Like, nobody wanted to see the Chiefs again. I'm kind of – I don't understand It would have made this. it easier. It would have made it easier to root in this game. The yeah. I I don't understand all this unnecessary hate that Mahomes gets. Like, I know it's from his brother and it's from his stupid-ass wife. But Mahomes is actually, like, a really nice, good guy. Yeah. It literally has everyone, nothing to do with him. Had nothing to do with him. He's never done anything to anyone, and everyone wants to see him fail. And it's kind of depressing because he's like one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but 
Could you imagine that being like going from like a low end first round pick, like no expectation, sitting behind Alex Smith for a year, getting to the Super Bowl, winning a Super Bowl, getting your bag, like being in State Farm commercials, and then you're (laughs) ruined by your fucking asshole brother and your dead wife. Like, come on. Yeah, he's got to. He really needs to sit him down and and give him a little talking to. But I'm happy for Burrow. Loved him in college. We obviously loved what he did in college. Yes, beating the shit out of Clemson. Uh, was and awesome. beating beating the shit out of Alabama, yeah. Uh, but I think the road, the playoff road that they've been down, hasn't been the hardest. The teams that they played, the Raiders, the Titans, they didn't have to put up too many points. Burrow got sacked nine times in the Titans game. I know they really shut down the Chiefs' defensive line, but this defensive line for the Rams, I mean, you have Von Miller and fucking Aaron Donald coming at you, and then you got Jalen Ramsey locking at least somebody down. I think it's going to be too much. Uh, I think T Higgins and Joe Mixon are going to have to have big games. I think chase for the most part is going to get shut down. I think it's going to be a battle on the outside between him and Ramsey. I I don't know if Ramsey shadows the number one. Usually I I don't know. I don't know if he stays on the side or shadows them. I I think he stays on one side. He's like that Richard Sherman shit, but I feel he like stopped, he's going to shadow. He stopped shadowing after he got toasted by Devontae Adams. In the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone gets toasted by Devontae Adams. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and take the Rams 27 to 23. So it would be a push. That would be a push. Yeah. Interesting. So that's what I'm going with right now. That's very interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, literally, as you were talking, my mind is turning. And I have so many – there's so many bets right now that I'm just back and forth on. The fact that this is such a close Super Bowl, it's not really like there's no one way or another. Like I would love for OBJ to get his ring. I would love for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase to get a ring. So it's like I'm torn right down the middle. My heart leans Bengals. But like like you said, watching that Bengals offensive line give up nine sacks against the Raiders, watching the defense kind of struggle a little bit and not play as well as, as the Rams could possibly play, that pass rush – like, you got Von Miller just coming off the edge looking like he's 25 again. Um, you got Aaron Donald in the middle, probably the best defensive player in football right now. You got Jalen Rams on the outside. That's going to be the entire matchup right there. It's going to be one versus – what fucking number is he right now? Five? Jalen Ramsey? It's going to be yeah. one versus five on there. Jamar Chase versus Jalen Ramsey. That's going to be the whole matchup. The thing that's tipping me over the edge, leaning one way or another, is the secondary matchup that – in my heart, I cannot wait to see, and I will be rooting one way. It's going to be OBJ versus Eli Apple, and that is going to be the one that pushes me over the edge. I'm taking the Rams minus four. My heart okay. wants to take the Bengals. If this was a three-and-a-half-point spread, I would be all over the Rams 100% of the time, not a question. The four scares me. I think this could be a field goal game, which terrifies me enough. And that's why I took Evan McPherson in the draft because I think it could come down to like a tie game at the end or like down two or down one. He comes in and kicks a game winning field goal, which would be fucking hilarious. But I'm going with my gut here and I'm just going to say, all right, I'm taking the Rams minus four. I'm going to put it at, let's go 31 21 Rams. Okay. That's respectful. So that, that's, not my, the way, that's my prediction. Not the way I thought you were going to go. I honestly thought you were going to pick the Bengals. I initially, when this first – after I saw both championship games, my first thought was, ooh, I want to see this spread and see what it comes out to. I think it was originally the three or three and a half. 
And I was like, man, I might take the Bengals, to be honest with you, but I don't think they can. Like, I don't know. I think they might be able to win outright, but I don't know if there is enough points. If it moved anywhere into that five, five and a half range, I would have thought about flipping. But it's just, it's so close. And the public is hammering the Bengals, which is scaring me also. Yeah. Everyone I talk to and everyone I see betting loves the Bengals, loves loves the Bengals and the over, which is the two consensus picks right now. And I mean, obviously you're going to get a lot of over picks because everyone wants points and it's the Super Bowl and casual betters are just going to be like, hey, fuck it, let's get some points. Plus you have those two dynamic offenses. So, I, yeah, Rams 31-21. My heart, I would love for the Bengals to win, and I think it's very possible that they do. But my head says Bengals, or, uh, Rams minus four. So that's that's the pick I'm going with. Okay. 31-21 score prediction. Who you got as your MVP? With that being said, this is not going to be a sexy pick. This is not going to be anything special. I'm just going with Stafford and those odds right now that I have are minus 135. Yeah, me too. It's just the consensus. If it's going to be a quarterback award. Well, it's, it's either quarterback or defensive player. And we talked about this a little bit off air. It's not going to be, I mean, you, it could definitely be one of the edge rushers. It could be Von Miller. It could be Aaron Donald getting up the middle, but I think if they're going to win this game, they're going to have to score some points and that would be on the arm of, None other than Matt Stafford. He gets his first ring and a Super Bowl MVP. I can see that happen. See, that's the thing, too. Like, we want to root for Stafford. Like, dude was a dog in fucking Detroit. Enduring all those years, all those injuries, and just kept fucking playing and played his heart out. Like, he really deserves this. I think the storyline is there, too. Burrow and the Bengals will be back. I mean, you can't guarantee that because it's so hard to get to a championship in sports. But I I don't know. I kind of want to see Stafford win it, too. Although I do hate. Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. So yeah. You kind of don't want fair. them. It's it's interesting too because your gut reaction would be all right, it's the storyline. They're in LA, it's the Rams. Matt Stafford's finally got his chance to win his ring. You got guys <laughs> like Odell trying to get a ring. Aaron Donald's never gotten his. He's probably the consensus number one defensive player right now. So, like, mm-hmm. it's big storylines there. But then you also have like the little underdog in Cincy where they won what, like four games last year, five games, yep. turned their season around, became the, the AFC North champs. I bet you not a single person had them winning that division at the beginning of the year, including us. Um, <laughs> and you got the, the really cool young up and coming quarterback who a lot of people are now, be, they're, they're saying he's the next guy, basically. They're taking him over Herbert. They're taking him over Lamar Jackson. They're taking him all, over all these young quarterbacks now because of the it factor and because he's in his second year and he's in the Super Bowl. Um, and then you've got Jamar Chase doing the gritty all over the field and kind of the likable Bengal team where – do you remember – I don't know if you saw this. There was a tweet that I saw. It was um, the last time – it was before the playoffs started. The last time the Bengals won a playoff game – or no, 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 this is what it was. No one has ever sent someone a text message about the Bengals winning a playoff game. The last time <laughs> the Bengals won a playoff game, text messaging was not invented yet. So, I mean, that changed this year, obviously, but yeah. crazy stuff. Like, they, they've been waiting a very long time in Cincinnati, and then you've got the L.A. Rams where, I mean, going back to St. Louis, it's been since, like, Kurt Warner and all them. Yeah. Actually, no, they had Jared Goff that one year, but they lost to Brady, so... <clears throat> Yeah. But still, it's going to be a really good game. 
actually very excited for it. I was initially, my thought was, oh, this is going to be a big draw, but then you've got the, the whole LA factor and Joe Burrow being fucking cool, Joe. So, God, I'm so hyped for this fucking game. Let's get to the goddamn prop bets. This is what we've been waiting for Go the whole for time. Um, the most electric bet in sports. Do you know what that is? Same it's, game the fucking, it's the fucking Super Bowl corn toss. Oh, yeah. Most electric you, bet in sports. I thought you said the Gatorade. What do you like better? Gatorade is probably my favorite, but the most electric by far is the coin toss. You ever been in a full room with like 20 people all betting on the coin toss going fucking nope. nuts? It's you know who you shouldn't ask for it's advice instant. though. Yeah. No. Josh and this Allen. is uh, I didn't think you're going that way. I thought you're going with yourself. Sean, that too. This is another bone to pick I had with fucking Sean. I was on an absolute heater when it came oh, to stop college it. Basketball. I didn't even copy it. He didn't even copy it. I just told him about my <laughs> Even just mentioning the picks to him, it was like cancer. Yeah, it and is. It's all bad. of them, I, I went 0-9 on the weekend. How do you think I feel? It's my everyday life. I'm sorry I gave it to you one day. Okay? Cry me so a probably, river. With all these prop picks that I love, uh, I'm probably ruining them right now, but hey, fuck it. It's Super Bowl weekend. We've got a podcast together. I got I to get it done. This is, this is for the people. So the most electric bet in sports, the opening kickoff uh, coin toss for the Super Bowl. I'm going heads, baby. Always bet on your dick. Minus 105. <laughs> so heads for the coin toss. What happened to tails? Well, you going tails? Never fail. I'm going tails. Tails We're never fails. Heads up on the oh, head slash tails up on the uh, on the kickoff. So all right, tails. tails and they're both tails. minus 105. So basically even money. Yeah, even money. Obviously. Um, I have a couple other ones that I liked. Do you want to just jump into the Gatorade bath? I think that's no, because that's 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 that, that's the end. Time. Yeah, because that's the end of the game. You know what I mean? All right, fine. So we'll, go, to the end. we'll go in order then. All right. I'm going first offensive play. This is one that I saw in my book. I'm going pass. Pass play plus 105. I think that either team, I know that you've got some running backs on there, but I think they want to air it out. Both those QBs are going to be fired up, aired out. Pass play, first play, plus 105. Hammering that. Okay. Um, first score, whether it's rush, touchdown, field goal, safety, all that shit. Yeah. Going field goal, even money. I think regardless of the team, I think the defenses are going to come out hot. And I think that they're going to be able to stop them to the point where they're not going to score. The last time I saw an opening field goal was that 07 Super Bowl for the Giants. And uh, they went on to win. So I'm going field goal, even money, first score. See, I think that's a good bet. I don't have the ability to bet on that. I can't bet field goal first, but I have first touchdown score. And I think this one's sneaky good. It's got good odds at plus 650. Damn. And it's Cam Akers. Okay. Cam Akers' I mean, first touchdown? All right. I mean, Cam Akers is back. He's healthy. No one else really in the run game has been doing what he's been doing since he's been back. I feel like they drive down the field, get it in the red zone within the 10, the 5-yard line, and they run, you know, a zone, like a half a halfback zone. Okay. Cam Akers takes it in. So, I like that a lot. Sneaky good pick. Plus six. Love that. We were going in order of – like shit that could happen. And I completely forgot yeah, I to mention this because there's one that I can't bet on my app, but Sean might be able to. Oh, this is the no, this is the, the length of the national anthem. I can't. I am taking over one and a half, or it's like 135, a minute, 35 seconds. So 95 seconds on the national anthem, taking the over. My reasoning behind it, the last 11, count it, 11 Super Bowls. The national anthem has been over whatever the allotted time was. 
And we're going to fucking send her this year. 95 seconds is nothing. That's the second most electric bet in sports for the Super Bowl. Because you're sitting there with your fucking stopwatch going, all right, you better fucking draw this out. Draw it out. Come on. You know what would be absolutely insane if you knew? No, if you knew the singer at the end. No, if you knew the singer at the national anthem and you told her, like, hey, how long are you going to do this? Draw this bitch out. I'd be hitting their stands going, stretch her out, stretch her out. Whatever the odds were and, like, the better odds, I would be like, cut it mad short or stretch it out. And I would throw all of my earnings on it. (laughs) Every single penny I owned. And that's the other thing. Some of these prop bets that they have on there are so crazy that, like, they could be influenced by one person. If you know the – if you know the trainer or some kind of a sideline assistant for either team, yeah. and you're just like, hey, by the way, would you mind putting some blue Gatorade in that fucking cooler? Yeah. And then they dump or, that cooler. Or like you have like the under in T. Higgins' yards, and you're like, hey, can you get a wrench and beat his fucking ankle? Well, that's a little different because that's actually helping or hurt, helping slash hurting the game. I was yeah, thinking it's more helping along me. the lines of harmless shit that you could do. Uh, where it's like, hey, stretch out the national anthem. Hey, put some blue Gatorade in that cooler. Like uh, that's that's the that's the route I was going. Sean woke up and chose violence this morning. Ah, uh, yeah. So, um, all right. Uh, we got national anthem. We got first score. We got first touchdown. We got first offensive play. Coin toss. Um, we did our MVPs. Player props. Did you have any player props you wanted to do? I'm going to I mean, right now. I'm gonna give you my crazy. Well, not crazy, but my wager or my my parlay at the at the end when we're done talking about this but okay. i i don't i haven't put in any player props i don't fuck around with those there's too much to look at and again right. i don't know how the game's gonna play out but i got anytime touchdown scores i got cooper cup joe mixon and odell beckham okay i love the odell beckham one uh i'll transition that i'm taking him over five and a half catches i think that cooper cup is gonna get all the attention again and the last time i said that it hit, and I think it was four and a half that game. So they get it. They gave him an extra catch this game. So six catches for OBJ. Uh, what was the odds on that one? Even money over five and a half. So easy money there. Um, I'm also gonna go Van Jefferson over 30 and a half receiving yards. I think he could get that in two catches. But so, yeah, in one, he usually just yeah, bond, he just he's explosive. Down so if him. he catches if he catches one or two balls, that's an easy over. Um, it's over 30. You know, it's awesome about him. You know, it's awesome about him. I don't know if you ever saw it. It it was like week six or week seven. His dad is the wide receiver coach on the Cardinals. So he caught like an 80 yard bomb on the Cardinals. And like they showed (laughs) his dad's reaction on the sideline. It was mad funny. (laughs) That's gotta be a weird feeling proud too. It's like, yeah, (laughs) he's like, yeah, no, yeah, no. All right, I'm also going to go – I was looking through this before. I would probably put – if I'm going to take some of the Bengals guys, I don't like the Jamar Chase one. His over for five and a half is minus 160, so the odds aren't there. I don't like that. He's already yeah. up at 80 and a half yards, which I think he could get, but they're both minus 120. I don't love that. I think a sneaky one here. A sneaky one could be Joe Burrow over 12 and a half rushing yards. Oh, yeah, that's a given. That's I it's think, easy money. I think that might be the one that I stick with. I think Joe Burr is the fucking man. Um, I'm expecting him to have a big game. That's why it's like the number one overall. Smartest play of all time. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm going to go with Joe Burrow, 12 and a half, rushing yards. Over. 12 and a half. On FanDuel, it's 10 and a half. 
That's even better. I would hammer that if I were you. I know. Um, I know. The odds I have here are there you go. Minus one twenty. So not terrible. Um, the one that's funny on here, I don't know why this is like this. His passing touchdowns for Joe Burrow are minus or they're uh, one and a half, but the over is like minus one eighty. So if you think the Rams defense is going to have a really good game, you could hammer under one and a half at plus one thirty and make a lot of money. But that's not the way I think the game's going to go. So I'm not going to touch that one. But we've got a couple of player props there, um, and then probably my favorite bet of all time, unless you have any other ones. Uh, the Gatorade bet. <laughs> This is the first, like the first prop I ever put in that I hit. For some reason, I have inside information in the Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. Where <clears> I got a I got a tip before kickoff that it was going to be orange Gatorade. And I put it down hundred dollars on it and I made like 400 bucks, which is awesome. This year, I will be choosing. Drumroll, please. Blue Gatorade. It will be blue that comes out of the Gatorade cooler when cool blue or frost frost glacier freeze. See, that's the that's the million dollar question. It depends on the sideline. If Cincinnati wins, it's cool, cool Joe, cool blue all day long. Mm-hmm. But if the Rams win, I feel like they're a little bit snowflakey, so it might be glacier glacier. That's not a thing. <laughs> glacier freeze the light blue frost glacier frost. Freeze. yes so we'll see but blue will be the color coming out of the gatorade cooler this year i've got it here at plus 400 which is easy money Damn. um so that will be another one and as you guys remember last year they didn't show it on tv so like everyone was freaking out trying to figure everyone out what, to what color it was and twitter finally caught it someone in the stadium took a picture of it which is awesome um could you imagine if no one recorded it and like everyone just lost their money because there was no Gatorade. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, perfect. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with blue too. But about that, uh, with the insider uh, information, one of my friends, one of his best friends from high school works on the Jets, I don't know, training uh, teams or he works something on the Jets. I remember we were watching one of the games at his house and we saw him on the TV and I, and I like recognized him from high school too because – you know, he was like from my rival high school, like we had uh-huh. rival high schools, whatever. And uh, I was saying, like, you know, if the Jets ever get to the Super Bowl, which they won't. I could just, you know, you could text that kid and ask him what color the, what the Gatorade is. But hey, the, man. the Jets, he needs what to go. He, he needs to go fucking work for a better team that's going to get into the Super Bowl, so he can give out. You should pull a James Harden and just say he doesn't want to work there anymore and see what that's happens. True. Say he wants to go work for the wow. Bengals for a couple of days. Oh, but all right. Well, that's that's our Super Bowl bets. We got a lot for you. Um, well, uh, let me tell you my this is my parlay. Got a six six uh, pick parlay, same game parlay. Can I ask you a question before you say this? Have you ever hit any yeah. of these parlays? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because every time you send me, they're like seven or eight legs, and they're out instantly. Uh, I mean, I haven't hit any in a while. I mean. Most of them, most of the ones I hit were on DraftKings, which I don't really like because when you collect your money from DraftKings, they send you a fucking check and it mm-hmm. takes like two to three weeks. When you hit on FanDuel, you can, it just deposits right into your fucking bank account. I know Barstool is the same way with Sportsbook and Nashville. Yeah. So I like FanDuel better, but I got my parlay, obviously, the anytime touchdowns from Cup, Mixon, Beckham. I bought a ton of points because I just want this to hit. I got the Bengals plus 14 and a half. Because wow. there's no way, there's no way, even if it's a blowout, two touchdowns, two, wow. touchdowns, two touchdowns. 
I wanted to play it safe. I, I mean, it happened play. last year. It was like what, thirty-one to nine? Yeah, thirty-one to nine. Anything could happen. An inexperienced Bengals team. I don't know. I just wanted to be safe. And then to be safe again, I took the alternate of over 43 and a half points. That's easy money. Yeah. And then I got Joe Burrow over 10 and a half rushing yards. That's a lot. Unless he just like, unless he just is hurt or something. That's a lot. So I got 25 bucks to win 575. Love it. Hey, and we're sending half of that winnings to a listener at the end. Just submit yeah. your submit your Definitely. information. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, so those are our picks. So I've got this master money. parlay. Um, I'm sure I'll get drunk and post some of my picks at some point. Uh, I will be having some kind of teaser where I'll be teasing down the under, so i got to figure that out. But as far as props go, that's what we have. And Sean's got his teasers for his uh, parlay, so we're all set there. Um, you heard it here first. We both are on the Rams. We're both are on, we both are on Stafford, their MVP, and we're both on Blue Gatorade. So those are the family place. Um, yeah. Heads up on the coin toss. Well, heads slash tails up on the coin toss, pun intended. And then uh, you've heard all our props. So we appreciate that. Now for the surprise, the contest. That that was a joke. It's not a contest. We're doing. A contest. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the people what we're doing. We're doing a Mount Rushmore of our favorite Super Bowls that we've witnessed. So not the best <laughs> Super Bowls <laughs> of all time. So so don't be. This will probably know, be the last 20 years. Yeah, don't be pissing, being all pissed off and shit. We don't put like because I didn't the, take the 88 Super Bowl game where, three or like the Tundra Bowl or whatever they the call 88 it. game where like the, the 49ers came back late against the Bengals or, last or wide or, or wide right on the Giants Bills game. Yeah, not yeah. Gonna pick that one. Didn't see it. Just it's our our personal games that we watched growing up from so fuck, say, so fuck you. That's the <laughs> Yeah, so this is our Mount Rushmore of Super Bowls. All right. Um, do you want to – how do you want to do this? you want to just name all four? you want to go back and forth? How do you want to do this? Um, we can go back and forth because if one of us have similar ones, we can just kind of – Well, I think we should get the, together. And I think we should get the obvious <laughs> ones out of the way. Um, yeah, we have two, I have two, two obvious ones. I have well, let's two. do – Sean has let's, one. Let's do the one that right. one you, we definitely know first, so then you can carry on with your two. You know Can I mean? ask you a question though? Is this is this our consensus number one overall pick though? No, no. Mount Rushmore is not. It's not like a top five. No, it's but I'm just, saying like between the two of us, is this one that we're talking about right now that we're about to say our number one favorite? Oh yeah, I think so. And, I, I and think that's so. actually being unbiased too. Like even if yes. I wasn't a giant fan, and I'll just spoil it now. It's the 07 Super Bowl. With the See, but that's not what I wanted to talk about first. But okay. Which, wait, which one do you want to talk about first? I was going to talk about the uh, Peyton Manning one, so then we could talk about the giant one, and then we could talk about the other giant one, so it's, we just stay in the same order, but it's okay. Okay, fine. Go with Peyton first, because we're actually no, right. we'll be going in, um, we'll be going in chronological order at that point, so continue. Sean's number one is? Super Bowl 41. And remind us, who played in that game, Sean? The, uh, the Indianapolis Colts and the Chicago Bears. The Colts, that was Peyton Manning's first Super Bowl win. One of the happiest days of my life uh, against a shitty-led Chicago Bears team by Rex Grossman. When I was looking back at these games, I was like, holy shit. I completely forgot that Rex Grossman was an NFL quarterback. I didn't forget um, he was an NFL quarterback. I just forgot that he was the quarterback that took them to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Wild. 
Um, um, break down the game, Sean. That's your that's uh, your prime, that's your prime Well, I was uh, I was a little upset early on with the game. Uh, I don't know if you remember the first play of the game was a Devin Hester uh, kick return for a touchdown, the very oh. first play of the game, and. I was a little upset at that point. Little, I don't even know how old I was. Little uh, 11 year old me. Yeah, 10, 11 year old me. I was not very happy. My dad uh, is not a fan of watching um, football games with me or Super Bowl games with me, especially when it concerns Peyton Manning, especially the game where he got smacked around by the Seahawks. But yeah, other than that, um, Devin Hester kick return, uh, the, the Bears really didn't do too much. It wasn't too much of an exciting game. It's just more so on my Mount Rushmore because obviously it's the Colts, my team, my quarterback, my favorite quarterback of all time. Uh, it was 29-17. Again, not too much happened in it. Payton didn't really have that great of a game either through an interception. Um, I mean, even though he was the MVP. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I have his stats right here. It's 25 for 38, 247, one touchdown, one interception. I mean, that's not great, but – it's not, not terrible. No. I mean, it's not terrible, but that's going to be my, my my pick, my number one. I mean, I, I don't blame you. That's your first Super Bowl, and that's the memory you'll always share. It's Peyton holding up the yeah. trophy, yeah. holding his head, doing all that. Uh, I mean, mine, we kind of briefly mentioned it at first. This is probably also on your Mount Rushmore. Um, it's the next year. It's the 07 slash 08 Giants. Uh Knocking off, 42. knocking off the uh, the undefeated New England Patriots, it's Super Bowl forty two down in uh, down in Glendale, Arizona. I mean, this is probably. I mean, there's there's debate. There is. I'll give you that. But in my bias slash unbiased opinion, I think you can confirm this as well. I think this is the best Super Bowl to. I mean, in our lifetime, but also in the past forty plus years. I don't, I can't speak to like back in like the sixties and seventies, but not just the storyline, but the actual game itself and some of the plays in those games are some of the most memorable plays in NFL history. You've got the helmet catch from David Tyree. Yep. You've got Manning to Burris in the end zone. You've got the undefeated the call, Patriots and Tom the call Brady. To Mer- the, just the call yeah. to, for Manning to Burris. He's in the all end zone. alone. He's all alone in the corner of the end zone. That's it. Um, it just makes it iconic to they were 18 and 0. Or and that's the thing too. If you go back, it's I mean, this is the part that I enjoyed the most about that Brady documentary was having him break down the two Super Bowls he lost to the Giants. Because if you ask Tom Brady, and he's been recorded multiple times as saying he would trade any of his Super Bowls other than the first one to win that 07 Super Bowl because that was the best team that he's ever been on. And probably and if they go been, on – would have been the best team he had. If, yeah, history. if they go on to win that game, they're known as the greatest team in NFL history. But they're probably the most talented team in NFL history. But they didn't win the whole thing, and they lost the Super Bowl. So they're – I think on that – remember they did – NFL Network did that, like, top 10 or top 20 teams of all time. I think they mm-hmm. were number two to, like, the 72 Dolphins that went undefeated and won the Super Bowl. Because they lost the Super Bowl. Um, the storyline there, I mean, <laughs> the head coach, Tom Coughlin, was supposed to get fired the year before. Eli Manning was on the hot seat because no one thought he was going to be the guy. Um, you've got Tom Brady and Randy Moss and all these studs on New England going 17-0 and throughout the year, including a Week 17 game where they beat the Giants in, um, in MetLife. Or not MetLife. Jesus. Giants Stadium back in the day. Damn. And that was the game that they played hard and 
the whole story of the narrative. You don't bench your starters. I know that's a sore subject for you, but um, yeah. So 07 Super Bowl, helmet catch Kyrie, Manning DeBerris in the end zone, and probably, I don't know if it's my best sports moment of all time. It probably is. It's probably the best sports moment I've had in my history because I've had the two Super Bowls. I had a World Series. Yeah, you don't really title. have anything. You know, yeah. offense, you don't really have anything and else. And it sucks because I was too young to enjoy it or too young to really appreciate it. And I'm sure you were the same way about the Colts where it's like, damn, this is awesome. Yeah, and moment, it was a year. Bef- like, it was a year before, yeah. But, like, I had to go to middle school the next day. Like, that's that's not okay. Yeah. Um, so, 07, that's my well, – that's, that's my that's consensus my num- number one, too. That's So, that's my number two. So, I'll just get it off my list. And, I mean, I mean, I, I remember that a lot to this day because uh, the, the owners of the Giants, whatever, they went to my school and they brought the Lombardi Trophy and we had a dress-down day because I went to a Catholic school. So, we had um, – a uniform that we always had to wear and I had my baby blue uh, custom made chargers Jersey on that said my name on the back and, and my, my number. And uh, the people came and gave me a shirt. They're like, here, wear this for the pictures. It was like a giants t-shirt. I had to wear this. So like in the yearbook, I'm wearing like a giants t-shirt, like that's touching the Lombardi trophy. Yeah. But that's, that's definitely one of the best Super Bowls and probably one my favorite Super Bowl that I've seen in my, my lifetime. Yeah. The narrative and the, the actual game itself. I mean, it wasn't like a shootout. It was actually like a very well-played game. Yeah. And then if you go it was back. like a chess match. You go back and watch the sideline clips too, like the NFL film clips, which, by the way, how about, how about, give a shout out to NFL films. That's probably yeah, the most underrated, well. the most underrated aspect of any sports league of all time. They have so many clips all the way back to like the early 80s, late yeah. 70s. Where it's and they're in depth. The whole, the whole Michael Strahan. One touchdown and we are world champions thing on the yeah. sideline. I get goosebumps just thinking about it. Um, but yeah, so that's your number two. Yep. Do you want me to just jump into my number two and break that down? Yeah, that's the uh, other yeah, obvious yeah. one. Yeah. Um, repeat round two, 2011. <laughs> um, Giants pass again. Uh, this one was a little bit more of a, what is that? 45? Game. Oh, uh, 46. 44, 46. So this was 2011, 2012. Yeah. Giants 21, Pats 17, another Eli Manning Super Bowl MVP. Fuck anyone who says he's not a first-time Hall of Famer. But I digress. Um, this one was in your home stadium in Indy. Uh, and not Beautiful as good place. of a Pats team, but still a very powerhouse Pats team at this point. Prime Tom Brady, you got all the weapons. You got, Gron- you got Gronk, you got Aaron Hernandez, you got all the, the receivers they had. They had Deion Branch, I think, on the team. Wes Welker, all those guys. Um, this one... So let me put it this way. I was still too young to appreciate this because this was 2011. So I was probably right before high school. No, we're freshmen in high school, I think. I think this was this was eighth grade or ninth grade. So no, we dumbass. This was freshman year of high school. Was it freshman year of high school? All right. Yeah, 2011. We we graduated in 2014 years old. Oh my god, stop it. But let me put it this way. We might have 14-year-old listeners in here and (laughs) so You're too young. You're too young to appreciate it. Um, <laughs> this is how I always remember the two Giants Super Bowls. 07 had the most memorable throw and catch of all time. The 2011 Super Bowl had the greatest, and I put that at the top, the greatest throw and catch in Super Bowl history. Manning to Manning to Manningham on the sideline is the single greatest 
quarterback yeah. throw in a clutch moment of all time. He placed it perfectly. Like there was it no was, other the, place. The window, the window to throw that ball was a football size. It was literally like a cookie cutter of a football. I know. We need, you know in. who we need back? We need John Brankus with sports science back to, to, <laughs> to run that shit. <laughs> to break back. that one down. <laughs> but it was that. And then the fact that he was getting hit as well. The whole drive where you had the game-winning drive where Bradshaw falls into the end zone because he doesn't yeah, want to yeah. score. Everyone's they don't pissed. want to give Brady time on the clock. And then Brady's yeah. driving down the play in the end zone where they have to bat it down. And Gronk is banged up the whole playoff. So if a healthy Gronk is on the field, he probably dives and catches that ball. It's just, oh, the 2011 Super Bowl, it's not as memorable, but it has, in my opinion, the greatest throw and catch in Super Bowl history. So okay. 2011 Super Bowl 46 down in Indy or up in Indy, I should say. Number two on my list. And that those are the two obvious ones. We got our, our obvious ones yeah. out of the way because Sean is a Colts fan. I'm a Giants fan. So obviously our favorite Super Bowls are going to be the ones that we fucking win, which for some people you can't say a lot about. Guys, all my yeah. Jets fans out there. Assholes, at least. Yeah, at least we've seen our teams win. So my third one, this is the this is an interesting pick. I'm I'm actually quite curious to see what you pick, but I'm going with the very first Super Bowl that I remember watching. And I remember going to, I don't fucking know, the shopping center with my parents one time, and I found $55 on the ground. And I was okay. five or six years old. Went to Models. What did my dumbass buy? A Rich Gannon jersey and like a white arm sleeve. Wow. Right? Wasted all that money on that. So on my Mount Rushmore, I'm going with Super Bowl 37, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and John Gruden against the wow. Oakland Raiders. Warren Sapp yep. back in the day. Uh, it wasn't a great game. I mean, Tampa Bay absolutely destroyed them. Rich Gannon. I was probably wearing the Rich Gannon jersey, which I find hysterical. <laughs> I'm like six years old wearing a Rich Gannon jersey. Um, got, I think he threw five interceptions, but I just vaguely remember that. Like, that's very nostalgic, like sitting down with my brother, my cousins, my dad, and like eating all that food. And like, that was the very first time I like consciously was like, oh, shit, this is what we do on Super Bowls. Like, this is awesome. So, that's, that's, that's wild. Going up on my I don't even remember that Super Bowl. Yeah. We're the same age. We're like, yep. oh, we're like a day and a half apart. Yep. I don't even remember. Like, my first yeah. Super Bowl. 2003. I believe. I know. My first Super Bowl I remember was, uh, it was the Steelers Seahawks Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure. 06. Yeah. So, like, that's wild. You were Jeez. three years before me. Even yeah. crazier. Yeah. But, no, crazy. That's, yeah. uh, John Gruden. I have a memory for like what's, stupid. What's he up to now? Shout out to John. I don't know. Didn't he? Doesn't he have to? He collects some of that money though, right? Ah, he's probably still in a lawsuit or something. Yeah. But all right, cool. That's your number three. Yep. Now we're getting into the interesting ones. Um, I can go a couple different ways on this one. I'm gonna go. I think this is another one up there that a lot of people think is their number one. I'm going with Super Bowl 43. Going Steelers Cardinals. And probably this in my, well, in my opinion, also, this is another one where it's the greatest catch of all time. I'm going with the second greatest catch in Super Bowl history, San Antonio Holmes. San Antonio Holmes, the toe tap. That toe tap was incredible. I think in this game also you had that big man touchdown. Was it James Harrison? Yeah, James Harrison ran 100 yards at at the end. Time expired at halftime. The fucking Cardinals, it was 10 to 7. The Cardinals were trying to score before the half. Kurt Warner mm-hmm. threw it right into James Harrison, and he ran it back for a touchdown right before yeah. half. 
And that was one of those where I wasn't rooting for the Steelers because I wanted Kurt Warner to win. Me win. neither. Yeah, he's I was a former for the Giant quarterback, and I like Larry Fitzgerald also, the same draft class as Eli. So that was a tough one. But I actually remember that was one of my favorite Super Bowls to watch. And I think it was just because of like the back and forth of that game. Yeah, it was entertaining. The final, the final was 27 to 23. It ends with the Santonio Holmes catch, basically icing the game. And going back, other than the Giants Super Bowl, that's probably my favorite Super Bowl that I watched. And that's that's the way I'm going with this. My last two picks, I'm going with my favorite Super Bowl that I've watched, and then the best Super Bowl that I've watched that was not well, Giants. So you know what they say. Great minds think alike. Don't really need to discuss it anymore because that's my number four. So, yeah, Cardinals do. I mean, it was an amazing game. Honestly, amazing game. I very much remember watching that. It was super entertaining back and forth. I was rooting for Kurt Warner. He actually had a a phenomenal game. He had 31 for 43, 377 yards in that dumb interception, that Mm -hmm. one interception. Roethlisberger didn't play too well, but – yeah, the Steelers defense played super well. And that, that Santonio Holmes, I had this, the most annoying kid in my, that was our last year in middle school. No, second to last year in middle school. I had the most annoying Steelers uh, fan in my class and he wouldn't shut the fuck up about it for the entire year <laughs> after they won. I was so. I don't blame him. I would, I would be right high as well. Yeah. Especially so with, that's, that's with the state of my team right now. Uh, yeah, that's my number four. Great. All game. right, your number Great four. Game. Well, I am, I was torn. I was torn on the fourth pick. Two recent Super Bowls within the last eight years, I guess you could say. Damn, it's been that long. Um, This is where my bias is going to come out a little bit because I really think that I should go one way, but I'm going to go the other because the one that I was originally going to pick has one of my rivals in it, and I'm not going to pick that one. Um, Okay. I'm going to go – Is one of – is the game game that you're going to pick – did we watch it together? The game that I'm going to pick, yes, we did watch it together. Okay, okay, okay. Fine. Um, I'm going. Actually, I want to see if you can guess. I already I mean, know. Well, it's our, what do you mean? Two. There's only two. two or, I know, there's only two that we watched together. Um, yeah, but still. I'm going, I'm going with um, Super Bowl was it 49 at Seahawks, Malcolm yeah. Butler game. Yep. That was – one of the best Super Bowls I've watched and one of the most controversial. I mean, you've got obviously the ending with you should have run the ball with Marshawn Lynch. Pete Carroll's trying to prove that he can win without him because he's going to get rid of him next year anyway. And Russell Wilson gets picked off by Malcolm Butler on the goal line. Tom Brady wins another Super Bowl. I threw a full Natty like can down the hallway of our Merton dorm and also got into a fight with my ex-girlfriend that night, which was yes, <laughs> I do remember. Um, <laughs> But, and the next morning as well. And the next morning as well, which was typical. But let's not get into that today. Um, <laughs> just based on the like the controversy in the end, and the I mean the fact that you got Tom Brady in there again. I think any Super Bowl with Tom Brady has been. I mean, other than like the most recent entertaining like classic. Like yeah. Like let me run down the line here. You've got. I mean, other than the most recent one with Tampa, that one was kind of a snooze fest. But you've got the twenty-eight to three game in Atlanta. I'm yeah. forgetting the one um, against the, the Rams. Philly game was entertaining too. That was the that was the one that I was torn. Between. Yeah, Philly the Philly special was the one that I was torn between, and I went with I went with the the Pat Seahawks because I no, I think the Pat Seahawks game is definitely better. I definitely got more drunk during the Eagles uh, Pats game because I lived with an Eagle fan mm-hmm. who was watching. We were all watching the game together, and I'm pretty sure I almost got arrested that night for throwing beer bottles into our parking lot because I was very angry. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, no, like the the 2015 game, Malcolm Butler literally made his career because he was a, an average corner that yeah, turned into a superstar off of one play. Congrats. Yeah. Um, but no, that's our, that's our uh, that's gonna round out my Mount Rushmore. That uh, that game was super entertaining. I uh, oh, finished sure. like finished like half a bottle of um that honey jack. Remember when they couldn't oh I couldn't God, get the regular so jack, bad. and I had I had the honey jack for like two months, and I only had about half of it and a couple of beers, and then Casey, that motherfucker, drank the rest of it. And then him and Paul ordered Domino's. Sorry, Connor and I are just reflecting a little bit. And then we woke up to five boxes of Domino's in our room, and our room smelled like shit. All, on, like, my, all on my desk. On, on your my desk. Homework that I had in yeah. day, which was awesome. But also with that game, Russell was, was his freshman year, too. That was our freshman yeah. year at college. Russell, Russell Wilson wasn't even having a good game. No. He was 12-21, 247 yards. That Marshall was a defensive Lynch game. Marshawn Lynch had 133 yards to, up into that point. You're on the one-yard line on first down. It's the dumbest play call in NFL history. And that was prime Marshawn Lynch, like Skittles yes. mode, like beast yes, mode. Like beast mode yeah. like put that was the, in your that face. That was the Super Bowl with the press conference where he said he was saying, yes. I'm just here, I'm here so I don't yes. get fined. That was the Marshawn Lynch Super Bowl year. Like – all the surrounding aspects on top of the game itself and the controversy that happened after and all the memes and all that shit, like that's got, it's got to be on the top four. And again, like we said in the beginning, this is the ones that we've seen We're 25 years old. So we're going basically the last 20 years. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's going to round on my top five or my top four, I should say. No, Russia. Yeah. So just to recap, obviously I have the two giant Super Bowls. I have those <laughs> seven and 11. Super Bowl 41 and 46. And then I have Super Bowl 49 and shit, where'd it go? Uh, Super Bowl. Oh, where is it? The Colts one. 43. No, yeah, the Colts. 43. <laughs> so those are my four. Mine are 37, 41, 42, 43. That's what I was saying about. We have had some pretty uh, shitty Super Bowls the past couple of years, dude. Like my on my Mount Rushmore, I got 41, 42, 43. Like that's three great years of Super Bowls. Three consecutive years, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And also, shout out to Santonio Holmes for being the MVP of that Steelers Cardinals. Super Bowl. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, well, a wide receiver winning so. a wide receiver winning um, MVP happens once in a blue moon. Like I think it's happened twice in the past. Like what? 15 years. You got Edelman in the Pats one, and then Edelman, Santonio Holmes in 2009, and then Heinz Ward in the Steelers-Seahawks Super Bowl. Hmm. And then, De- well, Deion Brandt, yeah. Okay. So, so then- ben, ben ben doesn't have a, a Super Bowl MVP. So if Santonio Holmes and Heinz Ward won it both, and Ben only has two, yeah, he, he doesn't have one. Damn. Shout out to those fuckheads, that, including you, that said that he was, he was a better career than fucking Eli. Eli's got two Super Bowls and two Super Bowl MVPs, and he's top five in every fucking QB stat. So, suck it. Whatever. Let me alone. Ten for life. Panning yeah. brothers. And he's a and he's an A-list broadcaster now. What's Ben do? He just rapes girls yeah. in bathrooms and falls off motorcycles. Pussy. And eats a lot of food. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, that's actually no, that's not a podcast. We have a 30-second rant. I always I always forget about the 30-second rant again because I actually have some some material prepared. Have some material prepared. So, up to you. You want to flip a coin again, or you want to go first? I don't have anything prepared, but I could just roll roll something off the top of my head. 
All right, fine, we'll do that then. Let me get the stopwatch on the clock. We need to get a countdown. I just wish we had so much more. We need a producer. Yeah, we need a producer to like actually. If, if you're a producer so and you want to work, if you want to work for a, uh, a salary of zero dot zero zero dollars. Yeah, a zero dollar salary and like an occasional podcast. Yeah. All right. Sean's going to do All his 30 right. second rant as we always end the podcast. Counting down three, two, one, go. The MLB continues to be a joke. Haven't sorted anything out. I don't care about all this stupid little tedious things about the universal DH and la 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 la. Rob Manfred, you're a fucking idiot. Also, with the voters, Barry Bonds not being in the Hall of Fame is an absolute joke. Everyone knows he's a Hall of Famer. It just at this point, it's it's not even an accolade at this point. Um, I also really like the show Euphoria. I just started on HBO Max, dude. It's fire. I've been binging it, and I love Cindy Sweeney. That's thirty. Well done. I haven't started Euphoria yet, but I actually think dude, I might because Zendaya is awesome. Dude, it's Love so good. Like, it's actually a really good show. <laughs> All right. 30-second rant. Here we go. I got to take a deep breath because I got a lot to get off my chest here. Oh, my God. All right. I'm going to start with the good. Three. Two, 30 seconds actually goes by, like, goes, really quick. It goes by very quick. Why did, got some stuff to talk about. And that's why I, now I know why girls complain. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right. Cool. All right. 30 seconds starting in three, two, one. I want everyone to appreciate the greatness of Christian Pulisic. This man is literally the greatest soccer player that the United States of America has ever produced. Um, he's going to single-handedly carry us to a qualifier and also probably a couple of wins in the World Cup. So ha- shout out to him. I also want to talk about um, that Neymar documentary. I don't know if you've seen it. Really fucking good. I was always a thing. I thought Neymar was a big flopper. I thought he was a pussy. He's actually a really good guy, and he serves to have some light shown on him in a positive way. So, shout out Neymar. Big soccer rant on that one. Um, definitely check out that Neymar documentary if you haven't. Really good. I think it's like three episodes. Um, you also have to switch it on Netflix from – you have to put subtitles on and change it from Portuguese because, like, they have, they have subtitles. Floor, well, they have subtitles that are in English, but they're all speaking Portuguese because they're from Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> They have someone that is voicing it over in English, but they sound so stupid. So, like, you have to turn that off and turn the subtitles on. Mm-hmm. And that but very good. Um, yeah, no, Neymar, he gets a lot of hate, but, like, that dude's kind of a pimp. Like, he's he's the athlete's athlete. Like, you – like every soccer player is. They compared him to Ronaldo, and they're like, Ronaldo's, like, not even human. Like, he doesn't put anything – he's like he's like Tom Brady on steroids. He doesn't put anything into his body that's, like, not productive. Like, Neymar is actually enjoying his, his shit. Like, he actually gets yeah. fucking hammered. He fucks bitches. Like, he just has a good time. He goes to raves and shit. And then he scores game-winning goals in the World Cup. So, love it. Um, One more note. Oh, if any fuck. of you are, like, animal trappers or whatever, there's a massive tiger-sized bobcat roaming around my neighborhood. There is not a bobcat. There is a full-grown tiger. I shit you not. You can look it up on Twitter or, like, on Google Bobcat in Westchester. This thing is massive. Like, my friends hunt. My brother hunts, and he moved down to South Carolina. Like, everyone's seen bobcats. I've seen bobcats in this area before, too. This thing is on steroids, bro. It's yoked up. I meant to put a picture. I meant to put that picture that you put in our our text chain about that. I was going to put up a poll on our Twitter page and say, (laughs) is this 
is this a tiger or is this a bobcat? Because I am fully convinced you of a full-grown tiger that escaped from the zoo. It's a yoked up bobcat. That thing has to weigh at least 300 pounds. At least. 60. No, 300. At least 300 pounds. That thing, is a, that, thing is, that thing is a defensive tackle into a tiger's body. Probably. You think the Giants take him at five? I mean, they love taking defensive <laughs> tackles and slot receivers, so they fucking like. Um, I also forgot. I, I meant to mention this in my 30-second rant. I was going to go... I was going to go Pulisic and then this, but I went Neymar instead because I could just watched that. Can we cancel the Pro Bowl? Can yeah. we just make it like an honor? Like you get named to the Pro Bowl. Like, like the NBA, yeah. they do their all-NBA team. The Pro Bowl should no longer be. No one wants to That watch was it. an absolute fucking joke. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't turn it off. Nobody turned it off. And they're just playing two-hand touch. Like it's a fucking yeah. – What was it, 20 years ago now? Sean Taylor in the fucking Pro Bowl. Little Brian Mormon. Yeah. Yeah. It's an absolute disgrace. It's yeah. it's a joke. Good. Give them a vacation. Do that. Anyone who makes the Pro Bowl gets a free vacation to Hawaii. You don't yeah. have to play football because the skills competition is stupid. You got fucking yeah, Jamar or Jamar Chase. You got um, Justin Jefferson playing fucking dodgeball. Like yeah. no, enough with the Pro Bowl. I should have made my whole thirty second minute on that, but I, <laughs> I had to. I had to throw that out there because it's just an absolute disgrace what the Pro Bowl is now. Um, but yeah, Super Bowl week. Good luck to everybody who's betting. Go Rams. Go Joe Burrow. Go OBJ. Yeah. Go Blue Gatorade. <laughs> and go and go heads on the coin toss. <laughs> and go alcohol and go food. Drink responsibly. We love you guys. We appreciate you listening. Um, enjoy your Sunday. Also, we are going to create a petition. I am making this now. We are creating a petition, and we want everyone to sign it, that the Monday after the Super Bowl should now be considered a national holiday. Should not have to work on the Monday after the Super Bowl. Shouldn't have to do anything. Confirmed. All right. We appreciate you guys for listening. We love you tuning in. Check out our Instagram, our Twitter, our YouTube, our Twitch. Which never missing? gets anything put TikTok. on. TikTok. I'm missing the TikTok. We haven't we've been <laughs> doing plays of the days, but we've been I've been slacking on TikTok lately. So nah, back on this. Um hit the link in my bio. There's no link in my bio, but I feel like I should say that because I'm now an influencer. And uh go Rams. We'll catch you guys after the Super Bowl.